everyone. Dave Creighton Jr. here, live from the Mediacom studios on Ingersoll Avenue in Des Moines, Iowa. Mediacom 22, 822 for high definition. As the Hawkeye Huddle comes to you once again, my man Brett Ridge was joining us on the telephone today. He is in Washington, D.C., I believe at the National Mayor's Convention, which is interesting since he is not the mayor of anything. Ridge, are you with me? I am. You're, you're a little faint, but uh, but I'm with you. And, in fact, I was just realizing I could probably pull you up on the Internet here and watch you. Do, do you, sure you so when you do it that. when I'm not there, I know last two weeks ago when you weren't there, I, I didn't look at the camera. Are you looking at the camera when, when you're talking, or are you just looking at What are you doing? Well, I'll look at the camera. I mean, you know, dozens of people want to see what I look like, what I'm wearing, sweatshirt. Like Kenny Miller. I'm relaxed. I don't even want to know what you're wearing. I don't think it's important. <laughs> Knowing you, you're in a purple shirt and purple tie. Maybe we lost him already. And that's an auspicious start to a Hawkeye huddle, much like the way that Iowa played basketball on Sunday with Northwestern. What a game that was. I think I turned it on. It was 8-0. to zero. Switch back. It was they had got it back to I don't know five I think, and then Northwestern went on a fourteen to one run and and that was pretty much it. Turned it in the second half and it was a twenty one to twenty to one run, and the Hawks get drubbed over there in Evanston eighty nine to fifty four. And really a little bit disappointing considering the way that Iowa played on Thursday night against Purdue and a really really well played game at home. And I think what I find most interesting about uh, about the Hawkeyes is that the difference, the difference into the uh, these these this team at home versus on the road is is extremely significant. I had a, uh, or I still have a very good friend of mine who used to live in Chicago who would talk about the difference in shooting. Uh, between teams at home and teams on the road and and what that means and and how that goes but uh the difference for Iowa in the manner the energy they seem to bring to the table the defense that they have the rebounding that they didn't have in and this is the third game this year they've lost by more than 30 uh none of those obviously at home um it's uh it's not a very good site, but it's one that I think we should expect. Brett, are you back with me? Um, it, it's I, I, the only thing I caught of your uh, response to me was something about not wanting to know what I was wearing. So I'm, I'm glad that that's the case. Um, but anyway, it sounds like that uh, you're you're uh, waxing on the on the on the waxing at Northwestern the other day, and I, I agree with you. I think we're gonna we're gonna see this every once in a while, particularly. Peter Jock's hurt, man. You know, um, this team has a lot going for it, but you can't take that piece out of the puzzle. No question. No question. I mean, you know, I was a young basketball team. Peter Jock got taken out of the game on Sunday. He only scored four points first time in all season. I think he's been under double digits. And so that was, uh, you know, obviously a, a bit of a of concern there. But uh, – in you know, let's give Northwestern some credit. This is likely an NCAA basketball team. They've never been to the tournament. They're fifteen and four, four and two in the Big Ten. Uh, they're good. Uh, 
Chris Collins has done a nice job over there, and they are playing much better basketball than than they were using the Princeton style under Carmody. So, well, well and good. the thing is, they're not tricking anybody, right? Under Carmody, every time they had a decent team or when they beat Iowa, it felt like there was something, you know, balls were going in that shouldn't have, and they were doing it with trickeration, right? But this team the other day, boy, they, they did look really good. They were fast. They moved the ball well. But they scored in a number of different ways, and they beat Iowa defensively as well. I, I agree. I think it's a very good Northwestern team that will likely go to the tournament, and it shows the turning of the tide when you get the kind of recruits that he's gotten. He's been able to keep some guys home in Chicago. He's been able to do some things, and they're much improved. Iowa should never lose a game that badly. I kind of felt like they they gave up at some point in time in there, but uh, they definitely were going to get beat by a better basketball team on Sunday night. Yeah, no question. And and let's talk about some positives, though. Uh, Thursday night, Iowa takes on Purdue, uh, who has one of the better players in the Big Ten in, in Swanigan. They have another, that huge guy, um, 7-2, very dominant in inside. But Iowa managed to play their game on Thursday night. They, In my mind, they controlled the tempo. Uh, they got the 10,000 or so fans into the game finally. And uh, I thought that they really... They showed a lot of character and a lot of grit for a young team. But here's the problem is that you can't – they haven't been able to bottle that to take it on the road. So a great win Thursday, come back by, you know, really a, a crappy loss on Sunday. And that's the nature of a team that might go 500 for the season that, you know, if, if fortunate, there's an opportunity – maybe to play some postseason basketball, but the only way it looks like they're getting in the NCAA basketball tournament win the Big Ten tournament, and, I mean, what would you put the odds on that, 100 to 1? Yeah, I'm not sure what they would be, but I, I agree. You know, one of the things, when we left and did our uh, Templeton Rye last call last week, we both, you know, gave them very little chance to beat Purdue, and I, I think it was because of the size, the inside size and presence of Purdue and the way they had dominated Iowa and West Lafayette. But I think the thing that we saw the other night was Iowa found ways to adjust to that. And I I would think if Iowa came back and played Northwestern again, things would be differently, particularly in Iowa City, based on the fact that these guys are still learning. And clearly they took lessons away from that game at Purdue and applied them to the game at home the other night. And, and some of that was inside toughness. Some of that was spacing. Some of that was uh, – there were a number of different things they did differently and better. Tyler Cook played, uh, I thought, his best ball game overall, certainly better than he played on Sunday night. I thought he played well on both ends of the court. And in both of these games, we seem to have found an additional player, a guy named Ryan Greener. Yeah, what a surprise he, he was both on Thursday night on both ends of the, of the floor, but particularly on offense – Knocking down fifteen footers and and not showing any uh, hesitation whatsoever, um, you know. Dom Yule hurt himself uh, trying to dunk the ball the, on Thursday night and did not play on Sunday. I don't think he didn't play Sunday, did he? I, I don't believe he did either. I, I in fact I didn't think about it at the time, but as I'm thinking about it now, I think you're correct. I'll grab the stats here, but I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't think he did. And and 
you know, which was too bad because in the Rutgers game, he had proven to be the guy that seemed to make uh, quite a bit of difference there, at least in terms of providing some energy. And Sunday night, they just couldn't find any. So on on to this week, uh, Iowa matches up with Maryland on Thursday. Um, and I'm looking for something, and I can't seem to find it. Is that the only game this week, Trent? It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, it's so, the only one this week. They have, I believe they have the weekend off. And Maryland comes right. in uh, ranked again now number 25. And, you know, so far Iowa has played well against the good teams in Carver-Hawkeye Arena. Uh, you know, they upset Iowa State when they were ranked. They've upset uh, Purdue when they were ranked. And now we're going to get a shot at Maryland. And it's a Maryland team, uh, David, that's a little bit younger than they've had the last couple of years. They've got some some a couple of guys, obviously, Trimble's been around, but they've got some new guys. Uh, so, you know, you you have another opportunity here, and I think Iowa just needs to take advantage. Literally, we say it all the time, but, I mean, literally, you got to take this one game at a time for them. Don't be looking ahead. Just, just enjoy each game as it comes because they will have an opportunity here to, again, play a good team and beat a good team. Well, and, you know, that game Thursday night, 6 o'clock, uh, Maybe it doesn't help the people leaving from Des Moines to get over to the game, but it certainly allows us uh, who prefer to watch on TV or have the opportunity. You don't have to wait till eight eight fifteen for that game to start. Um, and I mean, frankly, I prefer the the six o'clock game. Do you give any credence? I was thinking about this and the Sunday night games that Iowa has had at, against Rutgers at home, and then again. Um, last Sunday at Northwestern, do you think the time, you know, playing at 6.30 on Sunday night is just a strange time and hard? It doesn't appear that Iowa has been able to adjust to that time slot. Uh, I think the Rutgers game was maybe an hour earlier, but, yeah, there might be something to that. I, I think um, you also might look at, at those as both coming off of wins over teams that they, they, they felt like maybe they had played really well. Uh, they felt like they had played some of their best basketball, and they come in a little bit um, unfocused. But the time of day also might have a little something to do with it. You know, it, it's a young team that uh, might be used to doing things a certain and different way. I just can't emphasize enough. I mean, if Peter Jock's back is bothering him, and he said today that, that he's fine, that he's been in the training room and he's okay, but if his lower back is tightening up and, and bothering him, uh, you know, that's just going to change things. Iowa was, uh, as badly as they has, had played, and as, as well as Northwestern was playing on Sunday night, Iowa had cut the lead to nine on a three-pointer with, like, I want to say ten and a half minutes to go, maybe eleven minutes to go, and I think uh, Northwestern finished on, like, a 33-3 to run or something like that. But Iowa had, as they were playing poorly, and they were still there, and if Pete Jock is around to hit a couple of shots, a couple of stopper shots. I'm not saying they would have won, but I am saying they maybe Northwestern wouldn't have run away and hidden the way they did. I just, I mean, I, I know we want to be excited about the youth of this team, and we should. There's a lot to be excited about, but uh, you got to look and, and just realize that Peter Jock is a centerpiece of, of not only this team, but would be on any team in the Big Ten right now, and you can't go without him. Well, yeah, obviously, obviously, as Peter goes, it seems the Hawks go. I mean, I think he had 29 against Purdue, and he has four against Rutgers, and look at the difference in the game. So 
only having one game this week, giving Pete a little bit of a chance to to rest a, a bit, uh, play on Thursday, and then he'll play again until a week from Wednesday, I think, against Illinois. Uh, that gives him a little bit of time off. Uh, they have had a stretch of difficult games, um, you know, but that's the nature of college basketball. I mean, you, that's just that's how it goes, and, and injuries are a part of it. You don't think about injuries that much in college basketball the way you do football, but I tell you that injuries happen. I mean, look at Creighton yesterday. Uh, Maurice Watson Jr. likely the he's one of the top three point guards in NCAA. He was leading the country in assists and all that. You know, he tore an ACL yesterday. He's done for the year. His career at Creighton's over. Creighton's going to have to figure out a way to have a point guard step up and take that role. But I mean. You don't plan for that. You don't coach for that, and that's why you have to have good depth on your team. And unfortunately for the Hawks, our depth is all basically freshmen and sophomores. So not only do you lose your best player, but you lose all that experience that Jock brings. Right. I mean, hey, listen. Uh, there, there is. You would call it depth, but it's it's the same level, right? And so when you're talking about talented freshmen, you go to more talented freshmen. And that's fine, but at some point in time, you need some senior leadership. And, uh, you know, like we said, Ryan Creener stepped in there the other night when a couple of guys went down and, and really looked good. And, you know, against Purdue, at one point in time, I was wondering who was going to finish out the game. I mean, Bohannon turns his ankle. Uh, Penzel goes down with a back injury after he made just an, a, a great move in the first half, and he kept fighting back. And they're throwing guys to the floor, and then Yule goes down, and, I mean, it is. It's going to be something that's going to happen. Now, uh, one good thing for the Hawks, I, I, I think, is uh, that, that they're going to they're going to get uh, they're going to get a player back here this week in in Dale Jones. I believe he's going to practice, uh, of course, practicing for the first time today, and he may get back into uh, playing shape here and be able to contribute a little bit if some guys are down. But um, but they got to have Pete Jock if they hope to do anything. And I think realistically, the way you got to look at this the rest of your day. Is is we we have to look at it. Maybe is the NIT a possibility? Is there a way to get to that postseason? Is that your goal um, as you try to finish it out? The the NCAA tournament would be great, but you're gonna have to go on a serious run. And even then, the the RPI is is really hurting because of that loss to Omaha and the fact that you played some really really bad teams. Um, you know, in amongst all those good teams you played. But uh, uh, we'll see, Pete. Pete you know, said today he looks good, and, and uh, we'll hope that that works. The other thing they got to work on is, is uh, concentrating on the free throw line because these guys can shoot those. But, man, that darn near lost the game for him against Purdue, free throw shooting, and it didn't look good the other night. At least Tyler Cook stepped up one eight for nine, but the rest of the guys still dragging behind, and we gotta, they got to get that figured out. That's one way that they probably would have won two more games by now. Well, yeah, there's no question about it. And free throw shooting is a combination of concentration and and form. Um, but with freshmen and, and young guys, I mean, Pete shoot 91% from the line. Nobody else is, I think, even above 70 right now. Maybe Bohannon, uh, but other than that. So, anyway, we need to take the break now, Brett. And uh, so we'll go ahead and do that. We are on the Hawkeye Huddle here, 1700 a.m., and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. 
Taking another quick look at the roadways, we are still accident-free in the metro this evening. Interstate and main route travel in great shape. Just watch out for a disabled vehicle on 235 westbound near 22nd Street. The rest of it running accident-free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, the clouds clearing out, colder and drier. Watch out for the refreeze, low near 26, then mostly sunny, really nice on Wednesday with a high of 47. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Sam's Club. With a Sam's Club membership, enjoy great savings every time you shop. Get a fresh start to the new year with over $3,300 in instant savings offers. Stop by or visit samsclub.com. Join and save. Sam's Club. Life is better in the club. See club for details. At Menards, home improvement means saving big because right now you'll get an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices. Show off your favorite items with 7 and 3 quarter inch by 24 inch Dakota pre-finished shelving. Only $3.55 each after 11 rebate. Stop waiting and start saving with an 11% rebate on everything, even sale prices, now at Menards. Sale ends January 21st. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Geico presents Unanswerable Questions. Why are yawns contagious? What makes some ketchup fancy? Or the big one. Why doesn't everyone switch to GEICO when they could save 15% or more on car insurance? However, you could be a part of the answer by switching to GEICO and saving hundreds for yourself. Money you could use to purchase bottle after bottle of the fanciest of ketchups. GEICO, the answer to savings. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Hey guys, it's that time of year again. Time to build up some equity for March Madness in the next football season. Tell that special lady in your life you'll do the laundry and you really mean it. Then grab the dirty clothes and head to Duds and Suds in Beaverdale. Drop it off, pick it up, all nice and clean and folded. She'll be amazed. Or wash while you wait. Enjoy a beer, popcorn, and the games on TV. Or shoot a game of pool. Duds and Suds, guys. Check it out. 2629 Beaver in Beaverdale. Duds and Suds. As an independent agent, People's Insurance Agency can tailor a program that fits any situation. We offer all sorts of insurance programs, including hard-to-place risks, such as farms and ranches, hunting guides, and outfitters. We will provide you solid coverage, personal service, and save you money. For more information, please call 800-932-4801 or visit us online at peoples-insurance.com. Legends American Grill, with five locations across the Des Moines metro, Legends has great appetizers, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and steak. And on Wednesdays, it's Iowa Craft Beer Night, with outstanding specials. For your next night out, make it Legends. Bring in the new year right by saving big at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Schottenkirk Chevy's sign and drive sales event. Current Chevrolet or non-GM lessees can save big with these super bonus tag lease offers. New 2017 Chevy Cruze. Sign and drive. $149 per month lease. New Chevy Trax. Sign and drive. $195 per month lease. Schottenkirk Chevy's sign and drive event. New 2017 Equinox. Sign and drive. $239 per month lease. New 2017 Silverado 1500 Double Cab LT. Sign and drive. $285 per month lease. 
Eight certified pre-owned Chevy Cruises starting at $95.90. Fifteen certified pre-owned Equinoxes starting at $15,590. Bring in the new year with savings at Schottenkirk Chevy in Waukee. Featuring $149 per month Cruises and $285 per month double cab Silverados. The sign and drive event. Schottenkirk Chevy on the west end of Hickman, Waukee. WaukeeChevy.com. Chevy, find new roads. 24 and 36 month lease, 10K per year. Resets Cruise, $14,957. Equinox, 19125 Tracks, 14495 Truck, 25746 All rebates to dealer. First payment plus taxes and fees due with approved credit. Asset Protection Agency and the Brighton Companies have now merged into one firm now known as Asset Pros. Whether it's auto, home, life, commercial insurance, and employee benefits, we have experts in every area to service your insurance needs. We see this as an enhancement for our customers. We still have the same West Des Moines location, the same phone number, 515-223-1600, and the same great people working together to serve your financial and insurance needs. Asset Pros has evolved into one of the premier financial and business resource consulting firms in Iowa. We view our work with you as a partnership in helping you in your insurance buying needs. Asset Pros, making sense of today's financial and insurance choices. 515-223-1600. Well, they say a smile's worth a thousand words. Dr. Stephen Fuller, fullerdental.net. If you're looking for a new dentist, go with the pro. Dr. Stephen Fuller with two locations, east side of Des Moines and also in Altoona. Dr. Stephen Fuller is now open to take on some new patients in early 2017. Get a hold of Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Dental. Check them out on the web. Again, that great smile. Bring in the new year in 2017. Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dental, fullerdental.net. Welcome back to the Hawkeye Idol. This is Dave Creighton, Jr. Brett Ridge is joining us on the phone live from Washington, D.C., you can follow me on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle, and you can follow Ridge at Hawkeye Huddle too. Um, most of our tweets are our own thoughts. I would say all of them are. Um, nevertheless, uh, let's thank our great sponsors, Asset Pros, making sense of today's insurance and financial choices. Kozlowski Law, your place to go for family law, and of course Templeton Rye. We'll get to our Templeton Rye last call. Ridge, you want to talk about wrestling? Well, yeah, I mean, I think you have to touch on it. The Hawks go on the road to Oklahoma State, and uh, they get it handed to them, which is a little bit unsur- uh, a little bit surprising, and a couple of upsets in there. And, of course, we've got uh, Penn State coming up this week. So uh, Iowa wrestling fans, uh, you know, there's, there's no risk for the weary in there. And it's good, I think, to come back against uh, a difficult team. You know, I, I think it's, it's good for them that they're going to come up against Penn State, ranked number two now, and uh, maybe get a little of their mojo back if they can pull out a victory. Uh, what is that, Friday night uh, in Iowa City? I think there's about 3,000 tickets available, too. It is Friday night, and if you're planning on going, I highly recommend you buying your tickets online and getting them in your hand. They're expecting a sellout, which likely would mean a long line at the walk-up window, and if you're not there early, you may not get in. Penn State's well, number two, aren't they? And Iowa's three, and clearly Okie State's one. That correct, Ridge? Apparently, it is. We're going to go with it. There, I got you. I, it must be when you turn your head. Your head. And the thing is, I can't I'm even watch you on the internet. It, I think it's, it's your delayed ears. by about thirty seconds. I'm trying, and I'm, I'm like, eh, it doesn't work either. But anyway, <laughs> if you're co- commenting on Penn State, I think you know the biggest thing is Iowa right now has they have 
five guys that are ranked and you know have been ranked in, in you know one or two for much of the year and deservedly so. So you know you're always in a position where you should be able to, if you hold serve on those, then it comes down to then can you get you know one more in there somewhere. Um, Penn State though they they've they're bringing in some highly rated wrestlers as well, and of course we know uh, what their recent history has been. So. I'll be good, and like you say, it's going to be a sellout. So get over there and get your tickets. Um, that'll be good. Is that one on BTN? I don't know. I certainly hope so. I was trying to find the Okie State meet, couldn't find it. I'm, I'm sure it was on somewhere, but I didn't find it. I think yeah, I don't anger. think it was on. Um, I, think I don't think it was. Me. I think he commented that. You know, they don't do the Iowa te- public television thing anymore like they used no. to. Let's see, yeah, Penn State, uh, Big Ten Network, 8, 8 p.m. on Friday night on the Big Ten Network. Well, that's good. It, I, that may be delayed. I don't know what time, if that meet starts at 7, but it doesn't matter. At least you can watch it. Stay off your social media, go out to happy hour, and then come home and watch the wrestling meet. That would be a, a nice way to spend your Friday. That's a late start for the for the East Coast. Oh, I guess it's, it's Iowa City. Duh. Okay. Yeah, it's perfect for you. You can come home and, uh, you know, and, and have, a, have yourself a... Uh, an early evening, come home, watch Iowa wrestle, and that will be good. And, then, of course, you're taking the weekend off from basketball. Um, yes. These are the technical issues that we deal with when neither one of us or both of us are not in the same studio, so I apologize for that. But, uh, yeah, Ridge is right. The, game, uh, the meet does start at 8 o'clock, so it will be live on BTN. There is no basketball this weekend, uh, which means that we can focus on NFL stuff on Sunday and Saturday. I guess you you have all day to take down your Christmas lights or something like that, Ridge. Anyway, that's what Brett does on uh, days that he doesn't can't figure out uh, that he can't figure out what to do. So, uh, nevertheless, the Hawkeye wrestling team. Frankly, I think on Friday night is going to get their ass handed to them. Um, if they win three matches, I'll be surprised. I think Gilman will win at 25. I think Clark will win at 33. And after that, I just don't see very many W's on that card. And uh, Penn State very easily could have five or six finalists uh, in the NCAA tournament and likely the Big Ten tournament. So I always got a tough road to hoe here on Friday night in the wrestling meet. Uh, the women's basketball team actually played a pretty darn good basketball game against Maryland. At least the first half was very competitive, and then Maryland just ran away from the Hawks. They have a tough time playing defense when they get going so fast, and that uh, seemed to catch up with Lisa Bluter's gals the other day. So, anyway, we'll be back uh, after some uh, a few words from our sponsors, and we'll have Tom Cakert on the other side here. It's a Hawkeye Huddle on 1700. The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. We talk about your life and your money on the Dave Ramsey Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG, traffic update. Taking another quick look at the roadways, we are still accident-free in the metro this evening. Interstate and main route travel in great shape. Just watch out for a disabled vehicle on 235 westbound near 22nd Street. The rest of it running accident-free. Have a safe ride home, and that's a look at traffic. 
1700 KBGG with Central Iowa's most accurate forecast from Local 5. Our forecast for tonight, the clouds clearing out, colder and drier. Watch out for the refreeze, low near 26, then mostly sunny, really nice on Wednesday with a high of 47. I'm Local 5 Chief Meteorologist Brad Edwards. Brought to you by Denny's. Denny's $4 menu now offers twice as many options as before. Now you can get the super blackberry pancakes or the biscuits and gravy breakfast and so much more. All only 4 bucks each. Yeah, Denny's probably has the greatest $4 value menu in the world. Here's a question for you. Do you know this song? Oh, put me in cold. I'm ready to play. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song, or maybe a good advertising message, with some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard, and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound, too. But advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Moving furniture out of the way, free. Ripping out the old carpet, no charge. Hauling it away, on the house. Because the Home Depot has no hidden fees. Just free carpet installation on purchases of $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Valid on carpet price $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. Offer ends January 18th. Do you love pizza? Because if you love pizza, the 10 any pizza deal from Pizza Hut is the biggest no-brainer in the history of the world. You can carry out a large pizza, any toppings, anytime for just 10 bucks. Even a large pan meat lovers, or pepperoni lovers, or whatever toppings you love. They're all 10 bucks. The 10 any pizza deal, because no one out pizzas the hut. Ask for this offer. Additional charge for extra cheese and stuffed crust. Product availability, prices, and participation may vary. It's time for the Iowa Wrestling Report, presented by People's Insurance Agency. I'm Trent Condon. The Iowa Hawkeyes took their first dual loss of the season over the weekend as they fell to Oklahoma State 24-11. Thomas Gilman and Sammy Brooks picked up major decisions and bonus points for the Hawkeyes, but Iowa lost three one-point matches, including top-ranked Corey Clark falling to Cade Brock 7-6, Brandon Sorensen losing a 4-3 overtime decision, and heavyweight Sam Stahl dropped a 5-4 decision to Austin The Hawkeyes return to the mat coming up Friday night against second-ranked Penn State at Carver-Hawkeye Arena. UNI Panthers went on the road and knocked off Mac Foe Central Michigan 17-16. Iowa State also dropped a road matchup this weekend in North Carolina 2017. Iowa State and UNI collide in a duel coming up Friday night in Ames. Match time, 7 o'clock for the Panthers and the Cyclones. In high school wrestling, New Hampton took the team title in the 2017 Jayhawk Invitational. The Chickasaws put up 222 team points, second place Fort Dodge at 215.5. Indianola finished in third. This Iowa Wrestling Report presented by People's Insurance, providing solid coverage, personal service, and saving you money. Get a quote online at People's Insurance Agency at peoples-insurance.com. 
When it comes to outdoor repairs at your home or perhaps your business, turn to the professionals at Spec USA in Des Moines. Spec USA, where Matt Mauser's outstanding crews provide professional concrete work, conscientious, timely, and affordable. From parking lots to porches, from the decks to your front doors, turn to Spec USA. So if it's decorative or commercial concrete that you need, one name, Spec. See their showroom at 4100 Merle Hay Road in Des Moines. SpecUSA.com. Well, it's 2017, and if you're looking for a new restaurant, something different to try, and you've heard of Sonny's Pizza Bistro, what a better time. Sonny's Pizza Bistro. Homemade family recipes, sausages, meatballs, pizza, and they also have catering. Sonny's Pizza Bistro can cater your next business meeting or family gathering. You'll find them at 6594 Northwest 6. That's just west of the Woodland Hills Golf Course. Or, before you go, go online. Check them out, Sonny'sPizzaBistro.com. Sonny'sPizzaBistro.com. Click on the menu we're confident it'll find something to appeal to your taste buds sunny's pizza bistro northwest sixth in the morning if the unfortunate prospect of divorce should become a reality in your life consider a collaborative divorce as opposed to a traditional divorce this is a lower cost alternative based upon the principles of mutual respect cooperation transparency and dignity most importantly both spouses make a commitment to staying out of the courtroom it is typically a win-win for both spouses and the kids please contact attorney david kozlowski for more information he can tell you if the collaborative divorce is right for you david has 24 years of experience and practices exclusively in family law he's located at 37 37 Woodland Avenue in West Des Moines, just north of Valley High School. Give them a call, 515-226-0150, and arrange a free initial consultation. Again, that's attorney David Kozlowski, 515-226-0150. Well, it's basketball season. Manhattan Grill in West Des Moines is a great spot for all the Hawkeyes, Cyclones, Drake Bulldogs, and the UNI Panthers. They've got the ESPN College Basketball Package, home and away every game this year, plus great food, great drinks, and drink specials every week. Manhattan Grill, formerly Limey's, on Grand Avenue in West Des Moines. Hoops action, great food, great drink specials. Make it Manhattan Grill, Grand Avenue, West Des Moines. Welcome back to the Hawkeye Huddle. Dave Creighton, Jr., live here at the Mediacom Studios on Ingersoll Avenue. Ridge is on assignment in uh, Washington, D.C., and we're really, really glad that he is not going to be part of this segment. So I can talk to Tom Caker on my own. Tom Caker joining us from thehawkeyereport.com for his 932nd consecutive joint on the Hawkeye Huddle. Tom, how are you today? Good. It's going to be a short visit, too. So No worries. <laughs> I'm at my son's basketball game. How are they playing? Not well. <laughs> sorry, about, sorry to hear that. Uh, with it being a short visit, let's talk real briefly about the fact that Kirk Ferentz spent last night in Oliver Martin's uh, house. And by that, I don't think he stayed over in the top bunk or anything. But uh, any word on how that visit went? Uh, we know that Martin is going to take an official, I think, to Iowa City on the 27th. Is that right? Yeah. Um, he's already taken his, his Iowa official, but he is, um, you know, everything seems to be where it's always been. It's They're very quiet, very tight-lipped about it, um, about what they're thinking, what they're 
um, planning on doing. Ohio State's supposed to be coming in for a visit on Thursday. UCLA's coming in. Michigan's sending a, their uh, coach in. So it's it seems like this thing's going to play out all the way out until probably close to signing day. Well, that's certainly the indication that uh, I've been getting by reading whatever tea leaves that are available. Obviously, uh, a lot of teams jumping in. And this time of year is a very strange situation. Iowa just offered, I saw on your site, a kid uh, out of Michigan, a running back who had been committed to Miami of Ohio, um, and he's he's excited for a Big Ten offer, a running back, um, Davian Johnson. And, I mean, all kinds of offers getting thrown out to people who are committed at other places. I saw a preferred walk-on maybe to Jack Kerner from Dowling. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, they're just uh, they're carpeting the state a little bit right now and trying to get some more offers out. And, um, you know, we're, we're signing day is, uh, is is February first this year because of when the first Wednesday falls. So I got to wrap things up here in the next two weeks. Exactly, and obviously a big push with the loss of the I lost the firings, however you want to say it, the removal of of White and Kennedy from the coaching staff. Does that make it harder on the existing guys or um, any any insight? It sounds like the name Brian Anderson, who was a receivers coach, let go from Minnesota, might be at the top of the list for wide receivers coach. Yeah, what they've done right now, at least in the interim, is they've got um, Tyler Barnes, who's the director of recruiting, and also Scott Southmite, who is uh, director of uh, player personnel. They've, uh, they've been able to put those guys out on the road. And uh, so they can visit with kids and, and get into high schools and do all that work. So that's what they've been uh, been doing so far. So they've at least got two extra bodies on the road now that they're down a couple coaches. Well, that seems uh, at least reasonable. It, it's tough to get in guys' faces. You don't have the right coaches, obviously. A um, couple more before I let you go, and I, I know you're watching your son's uh, basketball game there, and I hope that it turns around for you. But uh, – uh, what do you make? Is this just youthful exuberance and income? Um, you know, I, I, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, Maryland's playing really well. They've got a really good um, guard court, obviously, with Trimble and the Cowan kid and Kevin Herter, who's got a relationship with the McCaffrey's. So, um, you know, I think it's going to be a really entertaining game. This Iowa team plays well at home, so I, I think you, you give them a shot just because they're going to be at home. Well, I certainly do, and I, I I think that they might be the biggest difference in terms of a team home versus on the road that there might be in the country, certainly in the Big Five. So, Tom, I'll let you get back to your son's basketball game. Good luck, and thanks so much for joining us once again here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. You bet. That was Tom Caker at Hawkeye Report. A little brief tonight, but that's all right. Uh, we all have, Ridge and I can attest that we have had child commitments since uh, they were about five years old i think and uh so we could completely understand i think his son jack might be in the sixth grade now so but tom's joined us so for so many years we're just appreciative of that so there brett ridge may be back on the phone uh, i'm back on the phone i don't know whether we can hear each other but i'm back on the phone we are trying a different phone we've confiscated one from another and we'll see how whether that'll work out or not but uh you know, we have had the fortunate, uh, been fortunate, uh, David, that, that Tom's been able to join us. But as his kids get older, 
you and I both know uh, there will be more commitments like that, uh, you know, where he's going to be there. And like you say, you and I certainly did it over the years. So uh, totally understandable. But it's recruiting time, so we need more time within the next couple of weeks because there's still a bunch of spots left for Iowa to try to fill. Well, it looks to me like they might have upwards of seven. Yeah, I think. Not... I think um, at least. And and uh, some of the more interesting things now suddenly looks like they're going to offer a punter. They've got two of the best in the country that are interested right now. You know, the punters don't always get scholarships. And I'm still kind of curious as to uh, if they've got any ideas on an additional kicker uh, that might come in and, and give um, give those guys a run for their money. You, you kind of need to have somebody who can stick it from a little further out than 35 or 40 yards. Well, it'd be nice even if uh, we had a guy who would consistently make the 35 or 40 yarder. Absolutely. And, and I know uh, in talking to uh, Andrew that uh, our, our, you know, our, our son's friend Cole Hahn there over at Valley, doesn't. I, as far as I know, he doesn't uh, have an offer from anybody yet. And he's actually, if they go, I guess, 247 Magazine had him in their top 10 recruits in the state of Iowa, he doesn't have an offer yet. So who knows, maybe that's something they can do. And then you've got, you, you threw out the names of those running backs. They're, they're going after some new kids there. They're certainly trying um, to, to, to fill those spots with some good players. A little bit upset that they lost Harry Van Dyne to Minnesota as a wide receiver. You know, he was a prospect that they didn't offer until last week out of Kansas. And uh, his brother is going to walk on at Iowa, but P.J. Fleck got him the other day. And I, I think P.J. Fleck is going to be just that for us. He's going to be... Uh, um, uh, kind of a fly in the ointment for Iowa when it comes to uh, recruiting over the next couple of years because, you know, he's he's a, he's a salesman and he's got that energy. And regardless of whether or not playing in that atmosphere in Minnesota is exciting, I think he's going to sell it for at least a couple of years until they fail up there in Minneapolis. Well, Brett, here's here's the one thing that I think he also has is he has relationships with the with the players that Iowa tends to go after now. Uh, if they don't get their top of the list guys, um, right, because of right. where he was at Western Michigan, I wonder yeah, I if that will if that will change the more he, the longer that he is up there uh, at Minnesota. I I don't know, but um, I I think that that is the case this year. Is that Iowa has often swooped in and got the Bobby Sanders types as kid who has an offer just got an offer yesterday. Uh, was committed to Miami, Ohio. Uh, a couple guys were committed to South Dakota uh, that Iowa's coming in now going, hey, you want to come over here? I mean, Jack Kerner, that, what a deal that would be for him. I, that would be great. He's such a good kid and uh, known him for a long time. Uh, coming out of Dowling as a preferred walk-on if he takes that. I think that would be great for him. Yeah, you know, um, I, I think uh, Iowa has certainly made a, a living using the, the preferred walk-ons over the last uh, a couple of decades with Kirk, and that'd be another great one. Of course, uh, you know Ben Campos uh, from Valley got one a couple of weeks ago. He'll be going for the same reason. It, it'd be a, a nice thing for him there. I, I think you make a great point though about PJ Fleck. Let's not get too worked up until um, he's out there actually trying to upgrade the level of talent a little bit up there in Minnesota. You're right. The, the guys he's grabbing right now are the guys he's been working on all along, and he's just in a better position to grab them than he was in Western Michigan. So. Um, you're probably right about that, but I, I do think um, you know it's it's interesting. Um, 
so many guys on the line, so many guys that were we, Iowa was looking at um, over the last three months, and uh, none of them are committing to Iowa right now. So I, I, I think one of the things they need to do, they need to get these coaches hired. I know that's a tough thing to do. Um, I'm not sure that the Kennedy and White thing hit exactly when they wanted it to, um, but they've, they've got to get that done, and then they've got to convince some people that uh, the offense is going to be run differently than it was for the 121st uh, ranked offense in the country this year because uh, it's, it's just turning kids off, I think, in a lot of different ways. You've got the facilities now, but now you got to show that uh, kids are going to want to play in your system. Well, I think it's interesting. I think you're going to continue to be able to go to top flight linemen. I think you're going to be able to you know, go to good running backs and get them. I think uh, pro-style quarterbacks will still have um, – a lot of interest in wanting to come to a place like Iowa. But you're right. Uh, the wide receiver position, I think, is the most glaring spot on the football field where Iowa is is truly lacking in terms of being able to get the kinds of recruits. You know, a bit of bad news. Jay Shield is done with football with a knee injury. I heard about that, yep. And that's that's really too bad. We, we never got a chance to... To really ever see him, he was bl- plagued by the injury bug his, his entire career at Iowa City. But we do wish him well and hope that he's able to recover. Uh, and, you know, that's just that's just another bad sign, if you will, for the receiving core for next year. Not that we ever saw anything great out of him, but just the pure fact that you're losing a body. Well, you know, and, and he was a significant recruit. I mean, he was, a, I, I, as I recall, as an athlete, he was a high-level recruit. So, you know, you expected to get something sooner or later out of him, and it just sounds like uh, whatever the latest injury is, it's finally put him over the top where he said he can't do it, and, and that is too bad. And right now, you're into a real numbers issue uh, when it comes to wide receivers. So, um, now, they've got a couple of them coming in, all, you know, in this recruiting class. I think we got a kid out of Mississippi and, and that Brandon ought to be pretty Smith, good. Right. Yeah, I think I think he looks pretty good. And, and they should be able to, you know, they'll, they'll be able to field guys. But they it'd be nice to get another couple of receivers. And obviously Oliver Martin is a big part of that. I, I As far as that thing is concerned, I am now just completely confused as to, uh, yeah, I, I guess I should put it this way. I, I'm, I'm not holding out a whole lot of hope at this point for well, him. Of course you're not. It, it, but if it rebuild opened until 10 and it was 9 o'clock, you'd be like, I don't think I can get there in time. I, I don't think I can make it. No, but I mean, seriously, at this point in time, how long, much longer is he? Uh, he's a hometown kid. I, I, he's been on all these visits. He continues to receive... And it seems like he would be by now. Now I could be wrong. He just wants to maybe he just wants to keep the experience going, and that's fine. But um, I, I'm kind of getting. To the, I'm personally getting to the point where I'll be surprised. And I'm. I, I'm going to go about a month ago. I was. I was saying he was going to get. He was going to come. You know, Ridge. I'm going to go back to uh, a comment I made yesterday. Now I don't know Oliver Martin at all. I've I've seen him play. What, one, maybe two football games. Obviously, I've seen highlights. The kid is amazingly talented. I have a suspicion that he is extraordinarily analytical. This is just this is a gut feeling, okay? I'm a salesperson by, by trade and by nature. And when people want to continue to shop 
even though you've given them virtually every answer that they could ever, ever want, it is an indication of an analytical mind trying to get it in their head exactly how this works. So I, I'm with you. I think, I think the things you're talking about are a bunch of emotional ties. It's close to home. This is my hometown team, all that. I, it doesn't seem to me that he is that sort of a guy. Um, he's not Chris Street, if you get what I'm saying. And so, and so, even though he's grown up in Iowa City, he clearly understands what's going on with the Iowa football program. I think uh, he and McCaffrey's boy are, are close friends. He and Doyle's kid are close friends. I mean, you know, there's a lot of intertwining already built into this mix because of just where he lives. He just has to get to the point where he's going to have to make that, and I'm going to use the word analytical decision. Not the emotional decision that everybody who, who posts on a message board ever wants to hear, but that thought process that he's going to go through. And then he, the good news is, when he makes that call and he makes that decision, if it is Iowa, we're, he is he his word is like oak. <laughs> you're moving that, aren't you? No, I think Always you're right. I think, I, 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 I think you're right. I, I think that there's there's a certain level of confidence we can have when he does make that decision that he's not going to look back because it's, it's taken him so long and it's you're right there are certain people like that so maybe he's one of them uh, and I, I boy I even read a couple of places this week that perhaps he hit, and it's just complete rumor but that he had called a couple of previous uh, Hawkeye players who had been in that bubble of coming from Iowa City Tim Dwight being one of them and talked to him I think Nate Kading was the other one about what it was like to come from Iowa City and try to come in as a star on the Iowa football team as a guy that people were looking toward and, and what that was like. And I think, you know, if that actually happened, that plays right into what you were saying about him being so analytical that it's, it's actually just a, a very, uh, a very different situation than with most, most kids. But, um, let's hope. I mean, I hope you're right, and I hope he finally decides that, you know, that he wouldn't have let it go on this long if Iowa City wasn't where he wants to be. Um, and, right. and, 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 and the opposite direction. But, uh, this business was suddenly Ohio State and UCLA and some of these other teams coming in. It's those, almost like, you know, dude, wow. Those, those teams are, are throwing out a net in an hope saying if he hasn't already committed, maybe we have a chance because of who we are. That yeah. I don't think that's based on relationships. I think that is based on well, gosh, he hasn't committed yet. He's a really good player. If we could get him, what a nice snag he'd be at there at the end. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a, a different a method. Um, and I would be I, to me, this is between three teams: it's Iowa, Michigan, and Notre Dame. That's in, that's just how, in how I think it is. All right, we got about a minute for the music, so it's time for our Templeton Rye last call. The great Templeton Rye four-year batch whiskey with the new six-year batch i've been drinking it too much lately i've decided to lay off the tr at least during the week as a point (laughs) of concern so with that being said and since we're now in the cub in the templeton carroll region what's your templeton rye last call well, I tell you what, um, a, a couple of things. First of all, I, I like the Hawkeye wrestling team coming back tomorrow night against Penn State. Um, just, just for the simple fact that uh, they're going to be they're going to be in an, a foul mood after what happened. And then I would say, um, I, and gosh, I like the Hawkeye basketball team tomorrow night against Maryland. Just not super impressed with with Maryland as I was at uh, Purdue. But so I like Iowa in a close one there. I like Iowa on Thursday night. Uh, 
particularly getting the points that they'll probably be getting. I'm going to say probably three uh, on that regard. And uh, I'm sorry, I think the wrestling team is going to get thumped. Um, I Honestly, I don't see them winning more than three matches. So we'll, we will see about that. And uh, hopefully you will be back uh, in good order for next Tuesday. And uh, after the huddle, we will go to Valley High School and celebrate the Valley High School boys golf with Matthew Creighton being honored at that. Creighton Jr. here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Thanks again. We'll catch you next week on 1700.